Thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to the Michelle Miao Show. Today is Sunday, so that means we will be hearing from BB Sweetbriar. Let's welcome It's Everything with BB Sweetbriar. Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to It's Everything with me, your hostess, BB Sweetbriar. It is here where we promise to bring you everything, every time for everybody. And this is our February 21st show, a week after Valentine's Day. So I hope the the previous week was filled with love and Valentine's Day really with the person or people that are matter to you should always be every day. So, but hopefully you had a good time. It was a long weekend passed with the President's Day weekend also being a part of your Valentine's Day celebration. So you probably um, had an extra day off or two with either the previous Friday or the last Monday. So hopefully everything went well for you there. But today, I I don't know, I've mentioned this before on the show that um, It's Everything is a media sponsor for this year's um, Club Skirts Presents the Dinah in Palm Springs. And um, with that, um, we've had an opportunity to speak to um, people involved with it, namely talent. Um, uh, on the show, and we've actually had or on the for the event, and we've actually had them on the show, and um, and, and we're going to do that today. Um, today is pretty much going to be entirely all about the dining. We're going to talk to a couple of uh, of DJs, and we're also going to introduce to you um, a giveaway. We'll be giving away. It's everything. We'll be giving away two sets of weekend passes. Um, VIP weekend passes at that for the Dinah in Palm Springs between uh, March 30th and April 3rd. Um, so you definitely want to listen to that because those have about a $500 value per set. Um, so you know that that that's equivalent. So that's five hundred extra dollars. If you were going to go, you can spend doing something else. Um, so we're going to do that. But but we are going to talk to a couple of DJs that are involved um, with the uh, talent at the Dyna this year. Uh, one being a veteran uh, female DJ, and the other somewhat new to the scene and has been working, but has been working hard just now at that point of breakthrough where um, her name and her presence is being more and more felt. So um, we're going to be talking to uh, DJ Asha, um, who many people know in the world has been uh, playing and from the UK, but uh, now lives in the States, um, as well as um, kind of the, the, new, the new gal on the block, DJ M.O. So we'll be talking to those two. Um, and I'll be introducing uh, them more, pers- you know, more in depth as we get to the interviews of themselves. But one thing I think is really significant for us to recognize about the Dinah is, you know, overall, whether it be on the radio or at a private party, uh, um, in the club, and definitely on the circuit um, scene, the DJ profesh- profession, like many professions in existence are male dominated um but female djs for some reason are are not only becoming more of a presence in in the field in general but they are definitely becoming a major force in the club scene bringing bringing a lot of their own uniqueness um their unique sounds and their individual talent uh year after year though the club skirts presents the dyna um has been a part of this this movement showing that female DJs can rise um, and flourish even at a huge event like the the Dino, which is the largest girl party music festival 
in the world. Okay, it is it's huge. Um, and this year, the Dinah in the in in Palm Springs is also um, put a, a a transgender DJ in their lineup. So they're they're pushing forward many people in the DJ field who haven't been able to kind of make it through. Um, on, on their own because of the male dominance. But bringing DJs from all over the states or female DJs from all over the states in all walks of life, the Dyna offers an incredible platform for female and transgender DJs to showcase their chops and increase their visibilities. These are individuals, mind you, who more than hold their own in this boys' club. They are making a difference within the community and perpetuating the rapid rise of girl of the girl power culture. The DJs on the Dyna Party rosters are known for some of the country's hottest parties and are not afraid to mix it up. And so with me introducing to you... Uh, DJ Asha and Mo and and I like to call them Lady J's. And if you look at the way how Lady is spelled with the D emphasize and the J, that's a DJ's Lady J's. Uh, I thought that was kind of cute. Let's let that kind of flourish along, people. Let's start making that spread. Lady J's. Um, we're gonna introduce you there, and and you're gonna listen to um, a, a lot of their story and and how they. Are, are feeling and, and how they, some of their struggles or maybe not their struggles um, through um, gaining some prominence in the field of DJing. So that's what we're going to present to you as we come up with there now that we're going to do giving away, not giving away, we're going to be talking about in detail about the VIP weekend passes for the Dinah in Palm Springs in the last segment of the show. So you definitely want to listen through and, and hold tight for that information but right now we're going to take a little bit of a break we're going to pay some bills and when we come back i'll have our first guest dj asha When asked, 90% of seniors say they want to remain in their own homes as they age. Hello, I'm Charles Sines, owner of Allegra Home Care. Our caregivers have been serving seniors and the aging community for over 20 years. Allegra Home Care is the only Bay Area home care agency that is LGTB certified. Helping LGTB seniors stay at home is our passion. Please visit us at www.ale.com. G-R-E-C-A-R-E dot com. Allegra Home Care, serving your community. Thanks for listening to the Progressive Voices Network, streaming the best in progressive talk 24-7. Keep the progressive conversation going on by joining our community. Each week, we send out an email that covers important things taking place in the Progressive Voices Network and throughout the progressive world. Be the first to know of upcoming shows, schedule changes, exclusive programming, and more. Simply go to ProgressiveVoices.com and sign up for our mailing list. It's that easy. ProgressiveVoices.com. Thanks for listening, and thanks for joining the Progressive Voices community. Babe. I think we're ready. We're really doing this. Yeah, I'm ready for our family. So where do we start? <laughs> Starting a family is a team effort, and when life needs a little encouragement, Pacific Fertility Center will be right by your side. As a unified team of the best fertility specialists, guided by the highest ethical standards, 
Pacific Fertility Center provides patients with compassionate fertility care. Visit PacificFertilityCenter.com. This is a true story about two best friends who fell in love and moved across the country to the city by the bay. After many years of dating, Jen and Jacqueline are now planning their dream wedding. It's a big moment in everyone's life when you say, I do. Especially when you can make choices for your authentic life and your loved ones too. Congratulations, Jen and Jacqueline. Live your authentic life. A special message brought to you by Weatherford BMW. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to It's Everything with me, your hostess, B.B. Sweetbriar. We are the Sunday segment, the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show. So we are here now. If you are just joining us, we are basically doing the Dinah Show. This is what it is. This is the Dinah Shore weekend show, um, pretty much. Um, the uh, It's Everything is a media sponsor, so we're taking the time on this particular show on the 21st of February to kind of share a little bit more information on the, the Dinah. Of course, that is coming up on March 30th through April 3rd. Um, tickets are still available. You can go to thedinah.com for your ticket purchases, and of course, they'll have a list of all the um, the host hotels where you can seek your room accommodations there, but you also also want to hold tight to the rest of this programming because I may be able to um, give you an opportunity or you may be able to take advantage of an opportunity to win a couple of uh, sets of uh, weekend passes for the Dinah. But our first guest up, um, DJ Asha, is one of the most versatile DJs on the scene. She's uh, so comfortable spinning uh, a selection of party anthems, hip-hop, EDM, old-school, reggae, R&B, top 40, probably cartoon music. It really doesn't matter because she can play it. And, and I think it really just um, shows or goes to show you that as a DJ, she is able to just re basically recognize the crowd, know what the crowd needs to to hear in order to have them play. She has that versatility and that and that skill to satisfy everyone in the crowd. Asha is respected globally as a sassy, crowd-pleasing, and ultimately entertaining DJ and producer. She can be found rocking crowds in the world's biggest clubs regularly spinning in London, which is where she's from, um, Australia, Croatia, Dubai, Greece, Ibiza, Ibiza for P. Diddy, Italy, and Russia. Plus, she most recently has been... Uh, in New York, San Francisco, Las Vegas, Miami, and Hollywood. Asha has hosted the L.A. Pride Festival for the past five years, and she's also a resident DJ with all of that other kind of stuff on the Olivia Cruz um, travel line that, you know, for the for that girl party on the water. Um, busy lady, busy, busy, busy lady, but I love her to death. Um, I love talking to her. I love definitely listening to her music. The interview that you're about to hear is an interview that we pre-recorded earlier that also in written form is in the current issue of Gloss Magazine and online at glossmagazine.net. So without further ado, I want you to hear from my lady, DJ Asha, here on It's Everything. Congratulations to you being selected to... Um, perform again at the the diner that has to be um 
a very um, the the event itself for you has to be very um, not not um, exciting. I mean, I know you've done it before, but it has to be yeah. very exciting for you. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of the highlights of my year, like my calendar of gigs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you know, it's always a lot of fun. I get to connect with people who I probably don't see that often, um, and it's a really important date in the calendar for lesbians, you know, people come from all over the world for Dinah. I mean, last year I met some Australian women who I had met previously on tour when I was in Australia, and and there they were, and we were hanging out at the Dinah, so... It just shows you the reach yeah, that's of, the, of the festival. Yeah, and this, and this is the largest of its kind. I mean, there's just nothing like it. It's so unique in that in that in that yeah. way. Yeah, you know, um, absolutely. Now you're known as one of the the DJs with the most versatility. I mean, you you can play about anything, anywhere, anytime. How how do you kind of explain your eclectic ability to do that? Well, I think partly because I'm a Londoner, and London the London music scene is very eclectic um, because it's such a cosmopolitan place that you grow up. I mean, my parents are from Guyana in South America, so uh-huh. I grew up at home listening to reggae and, and, you know, Calypso and Caribbean music. But then, you know, my older siblings were into pop, and then, you know, my friends at school were into, you know, I had Indian friends and friends from, you know, Russia and Greek. and all that. So you, you, would, you would hear, you know, it's a real mix of, of music. And then as I started DJing, you know, the garage scene, the London garage scene was big and drum and bass and dubstep. So you're in a club, when you play in London, unless there's multiple rooms where there's like one room for house and one room for hip hop, generally if you're playing in a, like a mainstream nightclub, you're going to play a variety of music. You'll uh-huh. play some bashment as well as some hip-hop, as well as some house. So that's kind of the way I grew up as a DJ, and, and I love it. I, I would probably get bored if I just had to play one style of music. Yeah, I was, I was going to ask you if, you if you leaned personally towards one style over the other, but it seems like you're you're kind of into it all. Yeah, I really am. As long as the quality is good, like I just like good music and it's just as much fun for me playing at the pool party as Dinah, you know, playing like fun, sunshiny kind of upbeat stuff. And then, you know, I could be playing on an Olivia Cruz playing old school disco or something, you know, it's just just as much fun. As long as people are having fun and enjoying themselves, it's like an exchange of energy me and them, you know? Yeah. Now, how has it been for you? I mean, you're in a, in a very male-dominated field um, with DJing. How has it been for you to break through the way that you have um, <laughs> thus far? Well, you know, it's tricky because you have to be assertive and confident, but if people perceive you to be too confident, then they think you're a bitch, mm-hmm. or they use words like bossy and blah, 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 but they use for women that they don't use, for guys, um, you know, I try to be, I try to stand up for myself, but I feel like for me, if you're on time, if you're polite, if you do what you say you're going to do and always do your best, you'll you'll get rewarded some ultimately somehow. People yeah. will, there are, you know, there's race barriers, 
there's obviously gender barriers. Um, there's all sorts of barriers, but I think that you can only do your best. Right. And if people don't want to hire you or they don't want to pay you fairly, then I just don't want to do business with those people anyway. Like, why am I going to make their party cracking? Right. I'm going to play. I'm going to play for the cool people. Right. Exactly. That's really? that's a good way to look at it. Um, you're also yeah. you've also been entering into something that's also somewhat um, void of many women, and that is doing full-out production of music. And, um, mm. you know, that's another area that's been kind of limiting, limited for women um, in in the industry at large. And yet, you know, I know you've been doing some of that. How has that been um, for you? That's, that's been cool for me. I mean, it's tough. Because I just don't have the time to dedicate to it. I love I love producing because it's like an expression of my creativity. Mm-hmm. And oftentimes, as a DJ, you'll hear a song and you're like, "Oh, this song is cool," but it's not really danced already. Mm-hmm. And then you have ideas yourself that, okay, if I add this beat or I change this or whatever, I can I can make it pop on the dance floor. So that's kind of how I started getting into producing. Um, but yeah, it's very, very male dominated. It's very competitive and it's, it's like anything else in the entertainment industry. I'm sure as a performer, you encounter right. as well. A lot of it is to do with networking and who your network is. And, you know, there are people that won't pay you, you know, there are people who will ask you to do a remix or do a mix and you submit it and they're like, yeah, we love it. And then you have to chase them for your money <laughs> in a way that I kind of feel like, do they disrespect the guys like that? Yeah, like, right. you know, I don't know. Right. I'm not guys. Right. I don't know. I ask my friends. It's like, hey, you know, and sometimes in the, the nightclubs, it's like some of the disrespect, you're like, you, you have to talk to your homie. You're like, hey, <laughs> does that club manager treat you like that? And then sometimes they say, yeah, for sure. <laughs> you're yeah, like, oh, okay, right. Okay. <laughs> well, then you say, I'm just done with it. Um, well, yeah. What's what's next? You've done so much because you know you're you're a radio personality. You've got the DJ thing going. You've um, you know you interview people as I do. You do, you do so much. Um, where do you see yourself going from this point over the next the next ten years? I'm not going to tell you five years because five years is nothing. Ten years. Where do you think you're going to be? Well, I have some plans actually. Um, I'm going to be launching um, a fitness studio um, this year, 2016. I'm just doing all the legal stuff and the paperwork right now because I am actually very into fitness mm-hmm. as well as music. Um, that's my thing, and, and I'd like to get involved in helping people to be healthy. Um, so I'm doing that. So that's my big project this year. In fact, I've had to turn down a lot of DJing gigs and stuff um, this spring just because I'm just so busy with that. So that's the next big thing for me. And then, you know, I'm a newlywed and my wife and I have and uh, we bought a property last year, but we definitely want to expand our portfolio in real estate. Oh, that's so great. Well, yeah. But, you know, with even with the fitness thing, you know, music is involved mm-hmm. with that because everyone works out usually to something, exactly. something on there. I mean, I can I can see you incorporating, you know, different channels in the in the fitness rooms where you know the, yeah. some Asha music and it'd be kind of cute. I think that's really great. I was just speaking with someone Thank earlier you. today about being in tune with your your mind and your body and your spirituality and how all of that plays with one's creativity. Um, and yeah, so it doesn't, I agree with you. It doesn't surprise me at all that you're into fitness and you're 
And, um, you know, because that all kind of plays into how well you do with all of your creative projects. Thank you. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. And I think, for me, when it comes to DJing, it's all really been about creating a vibe and creating an atmosphere where people have fun and enjoy themselves. And that's the same approach with the fitness that, that I'm going to be doing. As you say, the music has to be on point. Mm. For sure. <laughs> but, you know, I definitely want to create an atmosphere where, you know, people are coming to work out. It's actually a kickboxing studio that I'm, that I'm focusing on. Um, but people are coming for the kickboxing, but they're going to have so much fun doing it that they're not even going to be thinking about, oh, because, you know, sometimes you're working out and you're just thinking, oh, I'm done with this. Like, right, when is right. this going to be over? <laughs> I want it to be the opposite. I want them to be having so much fun. They don't even realize that their core is engaged or that they're squatting or whatever. Like, right. you know, let's just jam and have fun. And then tomorrow you'll feel a little bit sore and you'll realize, oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I must have really worked out. Exactly, exactly. Well, I'm just so, I'm sure everyone at the Don is very stoked to have you back. And the, the the roster of DJs just looks amazing. And, yeah. um, I, you know, it's really good to see the variety, you know, with veteran um, DJs versus those who are just kind of getting their career kicked off. And that the Donna allows that. Um, opportunity for 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 you all. So I I think I think it's wonderful. Yeah, I agree with you. And the thing with designer is obviously, as you said, it's a huge festival. It's one of its kind. And Mariah and Leilani and the team know that if they're going to stay relevant and keep fresh, they need that right balance uh-huh. between you know your veteran talent who know what they're doing and who have built their names, and then the fresh blood who are really excited and are bringing a new perspective to the table and they have their new following that they're building up to and that new energy and yeah it's a balance you know it's a balance of having your veteran DJs who you know are going to kill it and then the new the new DJs that are coming up who are really working hard and, and trying to build their names and they have something fresh to bring which is really exciting yeah well I, I think it's going to be a wonderful year it's like every year um, the diner seems to um um, you know, doesn't fail to bring something exciting and new to the table. And it's really great that Elle King is going to be there. And, you know, she's really hot right now. And um, yeah. she was voted one of the top ten pop acts by Billboard for 2015. And that's kind of amazing that the Dinah has exactly. so much that caliber. And, like I said, staying relevant, fresh on it right now. And um, it's just very exciting for everybody. So, again, congratulations, and I know you're going to kill it. So I'm not going to you good. I'm not going to say good luck and all that good stuff because you're going to kill it. And um, and then just enjoy it like I'm sure you always do. Thank you. I'm really looking forward to it. And yeah, it's going to be amazing. I'm sure. Well, thanks again so, for giving thank me. Thank you so much. Oh, no problem. Thank you again for giving me the opportunity to speak with you today. Of course. Thank you for your time. I appreciate it. Like I told you. She's good. She's even good. And I love the fact that she's, you know, definitely expanding her horizons for the future with her fitness, um, you know, kickboxing endeavor and, you know, her life with her new wife and everything. I, I, I just don't, I, I can go on and on talking about DJ Asha, but I hope that you will have an opportunity to hear her play um, at the Dinah this uh, coming March into April. And we're going to get to our next interview with DJ M. Oh, in a moment after this commercial break.
Heclina. I've been doing drag here in San Francisco for almost 20 years and uh, over the past couple of months I just opened up my club Oasis. It's been going really well. People really seem to appreciate the space. It's something people say San Francisco really needs right now because the city has been changing a lot. I always had this attitude of, of opening a space that was kind of like for everybody and that's just kind of the attitude and the, the uh, the ethics of Oasis is it's kind of a space for everybody. How does it feel to be a business owner? I don't know, you know, it's funny because I still need, I still have to kind of pinch myself to believe it's actually true, you know what I mean? Like I walk in there and, and I go up to the bar and I go, oh, can I please have a glass of water? You know, it's kind of like, I forget that it's my place. Running gay clubs, it's changed a lot. Um, I think that gay people now, they're everywhere. They don't feel like they have to maybe be in a gay bar all the time, so you have to be much more creative about how you are enticing people to come out to your club. I, I guess I'm successful because I'll just say it, I work really hard at what I do. I also like to provide a really quality experience for people. So yes, you know, people will pay to see my shows and pay to come to my club, but I always like, like to give them something that's worth it. The experience that they'll, they'll leave my shows going, okay, that was worth it, you know what I mean? This has always been my attitude. Um, just to entertain people and so it seems like that works, you know. I would say to young kids, you know, just kind of form your own identity and, uh, and you know, don't let others dictate how you should behave or think. Uh, you can always go to uh, sfoasis.com to find out about all the entertainment and nightlife that we have going on at Oasis. If you want to see drag, we've got that for you. If you want to see some queer hip-hop parties or queer dance parties, we have that for you. Spotlight on success and achievement. Brought to you by Wells Fargo. Together we'll go far. Well, hello, hello, and welcome back to It's Everything with me, your hostess, BB Sweeper. We are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Miao Show, and it is February 21st, the week after Valentine's Day weekend, yay. And we are basically having a good old time with uh, talking about um, the Dinah um, Shore weekend in Palm Springs coming up on March 30th through April 3rd, and we happen to be a media sponsor, and we're speaking with a couple of uh, DJs who are featured um, this coming uh, Dinah Shore weekend, and um, we just got through speaking with uh, DJ Asha, and in that conversation, we talked about how the Dinah has always done a good job of mixing veteran DJs with some of the upcoming stars of the, the future, and they even have... Um, each year kind of have what they call a, a um, battle of the DJs, which gives them a little bit of opportunity, uh, new DJs, an opportunity to kind of show their wares and then possibly be put in the main lineup the following year or or another year that's coming up there. And our next, um, uh, our interview is with one of those DJs, DJ M.O., uh, and she's a native of Virginia and began her career as a DJ in the third year of college. Um, uh, definitely an avid lover of music, which you have to be if you're going to be a part of the Dinah. Even if you go, you have to be an avid lover of the largest girl party music festival in the world. I'm just saying. M.O. Um, honed her skills as a DJ by working anything. I mean, and I love that because that's where, you, you know, you 
you, you from the ground. You got to get in the trenches. So she was working from uh, basement parties to large university events and so on. Uh, after two years, she moved to New York City um, from Washington, D.C. and made her rounds in the LGBTQ scene, DJing for the likes of Whitney Day, Hot Rabbit, Truck Stop, uh, Dapper Q, and, of course, the Q Skirt to the Dinah. Where she was a participant, as I was mentioning before about the Battle of DJs, she was a participant in last year's Battle of DJs and, of course, invited to come back this year. Emo has put her musicality and versatility on display at some of the biggest venues in New York City including the Marquee NYC, the Park um, Avenue, Studio um, 21, and Gramercy Theater. Um, so this is a, another pre-recorded interview that I had with DJ Mo, and I can't wait for you to listen to her because um, she's got some great stuff to say. Um, so here is DJ Mo. First of all, let me congratulate you for... Um your headlining spot at the um, the Dinah this coming and well this coming uh, March coming up in a short amount of time. Oh, thank you. Yeah, now last yeah. year, yeah, now last year you participated in the um, uh, was it the Battle of the DJs type of uh, uh, a thing. Was that your first time actually being at the Dinah then? Yeah, that was actually my first time. Uh, Performing, or my first time actually being there. So wow. So how did it, it was the first? It was the first in a lot of lines. Now, how how does it feel then for you to have gotten that that email, that call that said that they wanted you to be back um, as a headliner? I felt like I won an Oscar, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I know, like for some people, they look at it as like, oh, it's just dying. It's not a big deal because they've done so many other things, but it's it's a pretty big big deal for me. Uh, you know, being from like a smaller area being from Virginia and having to do a lot of work to to get there mm -hmm. so well and that's the thing I I, I kind of wanted to hit upon with you because I know that you you were in 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 University of Virginia as you kind of took up some DJing and you have you've been kind of what I want to call one of those grassroots DJs who kind of plugged along and plugged along and and it you know took the little things the the garage house party the all that kind of stuff yeah works really. that's a big, any and everything yeah <laughs> um, and there are a lot of DJs out there young DJs out there who don't um, kind of understand those rudiments if you if you, if I can use that word uh, of the DJing. Uh, craft they have you know definitely just kind of walked into the computer program and kind of you know tinkered yeah. around and, got, and then they call themselves a DJ um, but you seem to have actually kind of what I want to say is paid your dues and um, are you glad that things kind of came along the way they have for you starting the way you have now to getting to the point where you're at the diner and I do consider it a big deal and, you know, because from this, there are going to be other big things. You know what I'm saying? There's going to be other times for you to play before 30,000 people or 20. You know what I mean? There's all those uh, yeah. Things gonna, gonna yeah, I hope so. Kind of over. so <laughs> I so, hope so. So, so, I'm, I, so all of it has paid off for you, obviously. I mean, what do you think about your journey thus far? Um, I don't know. It's, it's so interesting to, like, hear people say it like that because, you know, I don't really feel like it's a journey. It's... It's like they say, you know, when you're doing what you love, it's not really work. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it's it's definitely been 
challenging at some points. Like every game is very different and brings its own set of, of challenges. But I don't know. I, I I started it because I wanted to control the music at all the house parties I was at. You know, like mm-hmm. it wasn't like I, I had some like stars in my eyes and you know felt like this was gonna be it. You know, I just I, I had I wanted to know how to how to do the things that I saw people do, and and then I started you know practicing and you know. Realized that I really, really liked it, and it was really fun, and, and just wanted to keep doing it. Uh, I am thankful for you know the way that I learned. Um, so I feel spoiled actually because I learned, you know, with some computer programs, you know, but I also learned with vinyls. But you know, my mentor learned on you know straight CDs, and mm-hmm. you know his his mentor learned on straight vinyl. So you know, like every generation. You know, it's a little bit more uh, spoiled because they have a little bit more technology. But right. I, I'm glad to have learned the way that I learned um, because I do see it now. And people think that they can just press buttons and, and that's it. But there's an art to even pressing buttons. Right, now. right. Um, exactly. There's a musicality to, to everything. And, and that's the biggest thing that I want people to realize when they do things like that is like these producers that are turned into DJs are just that, you know, they're musicians first. They don't mm-hmm. just come behind the table and press buttons and then, you know, they look really cool. You know, they they make the music that they play mm-hmm. or they they know, you know, where the, the samples came from. You know, they know mm-hmm. what song came from what song. Like, it's, they've done their research. Yeah. And they're students and that's what I hope that I can be. Is, oh, that's is a student that's of, of what I do. That's wonderful. That's wonderful to um, to hear. You know, one of the things that I also know, adding to what you're saying about people understanding the history of the music or um, uh, really understanding um, the pieces that they're putting together when they're producing, all of that type of thing. You know, I, I think sometimes, um, you know, DJing is a, a, a culmination of putting together music that goes together and kind of telling a story in your 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 Absolutely. your, your plan yeah. on that, but there's also another ingredient. I don't know what it is that makes um, um, uh, you know people like you come up to you know to be a part of that cream as opposed to being just the glass um, filled with mm-hmm. with some liquid in it. You're actually part of the cream of the top. Do you do you know what? The, can you help define what that? You know, there's a lot of people who can put that string of music together and tell that story, but there aren't a lot of people at that that cream part. What what kind of elevates people to that in your mind? Um, well, what I enjoy when I watch DJs, and it doesn't even have to be like a, a huge name, mm-hmm. um, I enjoy the fact that they they know exactly what to play to make everybody feel something, mm-hmm. you know? I've had the most fun when I have connected with whoever's in the crowd. And I don't know how you do that. I think you have to have a little bit of like a, a third eye mm-hmm. and, and be able to really feel like music is emotion just as much as it is you know anything else. It's more emotion than anything else. So like if you stick to that, sometimes you just have to go with what feels good. And sometimes it's the same song you've heard every other minute on the radio and sometimes it's something that is completely out of left field mm-hmm. but like knowing how every single thing that you play fits in mm-hmm. and will, will make other people feel you know reading the crowd reading how they react you know reading the weather reading the venue like <laughs> you have to have that that third eye mm-hmm. to be able to pick up on things and it's a second to second thing like I 
people ask me, you know, what, your what, are, you, what are you going to play for your set? I'm like, I don't know. Like, I, I have an, a start point and hopefully an end point. But in between there, like, it could go a number of different ways. Um, but as long as it fits and it sounds right and people enjoy it, then, you know, there's no one way to do it. Well, um, yeah, and, and, and I kind of like because what you're talking about is like there's definitely has to be room for flexibility and because so many times I, I not so many times but sometimes I I um you know people who have like they like you said that some people start with they they do their set list you know I'm playing so and so and I got I got work on my set list and then they get there and they don't whatever the venue is, is yeah the song doesn't work they doesn't yeah. work but they Man, don't the change song, it out they just yeah, keep playing that set list they yeah keep, they keep know, going and. There's like no room for flexibility. Yeah, like there's no room for flexibility for them, like to put in. Okay, that that song ain't working. Who you know? And um, um, so I'm I'm really glad to hear you know, kind of like what I felt or believe that you're kind of you know said exactly those types of things that that it has to work. And people pick up on that. You don't have to be like a musician. You don't have you don't have to know anything about music, but people. People know how things make them feel. Mm-hmm. And I think sometimes a lot of, not a lot, certain people, like when they get to a certain status, it doesn't have to be DJs even, like they get to a certain point and they think that the way that they see music and the way that they hear things is the only way that it's going to be. You know, like mm-hmm. they don't give the crowd and they don't give the audience enough credit and mm-hmm. they just do it and that's it. You get stuck in a very specific lane and, and people don't, they're not receptive to that. Or, or that I mean, and, and honestly, Go ahead, I'm sorry. I was going to say just something else, too, before I forgot. But, I mean, as far as that's concerned, I, I think that, you know, you have to really appreciate the people that listen to you because they're the ones that make you look good. I can play a million different things that can make music make a lot of sense. But, you know, if, if I'm playing to a crowd and they don't like it, then I don't like I know what I'm doing mm-hmm. online. And in the avenue of like parties and events and things like that, you know, DJing and producing in the studio, that's another thing. Um, but as far as what I've done in the past, I think that you have to be very cognizant of who you're playing to. Mm-hmm. Well, what about when, you know, I, and I've heard this happen. I, I'm loving everything that you're saying. I heard, heard this happen where DJs have played and hasn't, didn't go, didn't go over too well. And the thing that they want to say is, well, well, the crowd just wasn't into it. The crowd, the crowd just wasn't the right crowd. And what do you say to those types of responses? Is, is that a legitimate response where, oh, the crowd just okay. the crowd just wasn't it, you know? And, yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, maybe it wasn't the music wasn't just it. <laughs> you know? Yeah, like, I mean, I mean, I mean, sometimes I've been, I've been in in places where nothing that I do is good, you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, those things happen, but, you know, I don't ever use that as, I try not to use that as an excuse. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I take it very personally when I'm playing and no one's dancing or everybody's looking at me like I'm crazy, you know? <laughs> and and sometimes, sometimes it has nothing to do with me. Sometimes, you know, the venue's too crowded. Sometimes there's not enough alcohol. That's too alcohol. Right. Sometimes people are drunk enough. It's too early. It's too late. You know, like, all there's a million there's a lot different of things. Different but variables. At the end of the day, yeah, a lot of different variables. Yeah. Um, but what, well, I still take it very personally. <laughs> well, <laughs> what's, um, what's next on your agenda um, after you... Um, play the Dinah in a, in a couple of months? Um, so Dinah's around the end of March, beginning of April. So after that, um, you know, it's 
Pride season. So my goal is to be at as many prides as I possibly can or, or Pride events or things like that. You know, mm-hmm. Girls in Wonderlands around that time, I think. And uh, New York Pride is a big thing. I would love to actually go out west and do a Pride there. Yeah, um, I, I'm calling you so, from San Francisco, so... Um, right, yeah, and I've been to San Francisco. I love that area. I love Oakland. Mm-hmm. I love San Francisco a lot. Um, LA, LA's all right, you know. <laughs> nice weather over there, so um, I can't be mad. San Diego, Long Beach, like there's so many pride yeah. out and in the California that I would love to go to and experience and, and hopefully like DJ for. Well, the thing about it is that a lot of those are kind of a string of, of, of things over a series of weeks. So you can really, if you could go like one one weekend to one weekend to one weekend just doing prides in California or around the West Coast. Yeah, like a circuit. Mm-hmm. That, that would be nice. I mean, and I know I'm sure you've been to New York Pride before. Like mm-hmm. there's, there are very few things that you could compare to that. So I've yeah. been lucky enough to, to be involved with, you know, events for New York Pride for about three years now. So, you know, I'd like to keep that thing going. Um, yeah. And hopefully to get overseas at some point. I've never done an event overseas. Wow. Um, so those are like my, you know, big fishes to fry in the next year. Well, that's good. I think I'm pretty sure that all of that will come to fruition for you. Um, I really want to thank you for taking the time to talk to me for a few minutes. The best to you. The very thank best. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for calling. No too. problem. And you take care of a good day now. Well, I told you, I can't even wait for y'all to um, hear Mo at the Dinah. Um, you know, again, another person who spoke about being able to know your crowd and to be in tune with the energy and to be able to pick up on um, what they want to hear and what's going to ignite your crowd. It's really funny because I have been, you know, I I am a circuit queen and I, I, you know, I go to a lot of circuit parties, which probably is why I'm nominated for a Just Circuit Award this year um, as a circuit personality. But I go to a lot of them and it just really kind of, Sometimes frustrates me when DJs get set to be playing their their set. You know, this is the these are the, you know, for my two hours these are the songs I'm gonna play, and then, you know, you get to playing those and the crowd's not into it and they don't deviate from that set. It's kind of like excuse me. Um, so it's really great when when there are DJs who recognize that you know that if it's not working, you move on to something that you now you know you can tell will work. So. Um, I, I love that. So definitely check out DJ Asha, DJ Emma when you go to the diner. And when we come back from commercial break, I'm going to tell you how you might be able to go on us because I'm going to be giving away some tickets. Okay, we'll be right back. listening to the progressive voices network streaming the best in progressive talk 24 7 keep the progressive conversation going on on facebook like us at facebook.com forward slash progressive voices on the progressive voices facebook page we update the stories that our hosts like tom hartman stephanie miller bill press and leslie marshall will be talking about during their shows and we share great news commentaries opinion pieces and videos from all over the progressive world always progressive always on be part of the progressive conversation like us at facebook.com forward slash progressive voices 
The Commonwealth Club is a unique organization that brings together people from a variety of backgrounds to explore important issues as a community. Sooner or later, everyone worth hearing comes to our stage. From Marga Gomez to Richard Chamberlain, from James Hormel to Kate Kendall, leading thinkers, activists, politicians, and artists have come to the Commonwealth Club of California. Ted Olson and David Boyes came here to discuss their winning legal strategy for same-sex marriage. Jason Collins talked about gay athletes. The Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence discussed activism and good works. Actor and director Rob Reiner explained how he got Hollywood behind same-sex marriage. Barney Frank described what it's like to be gay at the highest levels of Washington. From healthcare reform to transgender rights, from immigration to gay-owned businesses, it's all at the Commonwealth Club. And that's still just a portion of the 450 programs we present every single year, with new programming nearly every single day. Be a part of the conversation. Learn more at commonwealthclub.org, download our free app in iTunes, and join us in person the next time you're in San Francisco. The Commonwealth Club of California puts you face-to-face with today's thought leaders. Okay, 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 we're back. It's me, B.B. Sweetbriar, here on It's Everything. We are the weekly Sunday segment of the Michelle Meow Show. And we've been spending most of the, well, all of the time thus far um, with the Dinah. Uh, the Club Skirts presents the Dinah in Palm Springs annual event. And it will be happening on March 30th through April 3rd. And the two interviews that we had earlier with DJ Asha and DJ MO can also be found in their written form on, <clears throat> excuse me, Gloss Magazine's current issue and um, on uh, on their website, which is glossmagazine.net. And in conjunction with them, it's everything um, with the um, um, courtesy of the Dino, have a couple, a p- two pairs of VIP weekend passes that we'll be giving away over the next 10 days or so. So um, I want to, you can find how to do that or how to enter the contest on my website, which is at bbsweetbriar.com, or you can also find them in the current issue of Gloss Magazine, and that's the issue that came out on February the 19th, or you can also find um, it on their website, the the how to enter the contest, which is at glossmagazine.net. Um, but I'm going to go over that with you now. So if you want to have your pen and pencil and you want to write all this stuff down, you can do that. Okay, like I said, we're giving away two Dyna Weekend Passes. And, and what that, those each of those passes have a plus one. So that's where you, you come up with a pair each okay then because of a plus one so you can bring um you know a guest along with you to experience this magical uh, sisterhood um at the diner now the passes include all three that's the friday saturday and sunday pool parties plus the friday night white party and the saturday night black party it does not include, however, the Saturday comedy show or hotel 
and any travel expenses. So this is only for the passes for the events that I mentioned, the three pool parties, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and the Friday night and Saturday night parties, the black party, the white party, and the black party. So um, that's a lot. The value with those being with your guest, each set of tickets um, are about, um, let's see, four, four something. Let me find that for you because I really want to make sure that you know the value. About four ninety-eight, so about five hundred dollar uh, value for each one of those passes that I will be giving away. Now, how you do that is that you can enter the contest period started on Friday because when entered the magazine and it goes through February the 29th. So it's between February 19th and February 29th. And you must have a Twitter, an active Twitter account to participate in the entry in order to enter into the contest. Now, the beauty of it is you can enter as many times as you feel like it you know every time you pop into your brain just go on your twitter account and this is how what you need to do you go on your twitter account and you have to specifically enter or tweet that is you have to specifically tweet a phrase in order for you to be entered the phrase enters you into the contest and the phrase is i want to win Hashtag Vagina 2016. That's one hashtag phrase. Hashtag Weekend Past Experience. That's another hashtag phrase. Giveaway by at It's Everything BB plus at Gloss Magazine. It reads this way. I want to win the Dyna 2016 Weekend Past Experience giveaway by It's Everything BB and Gloss Magazine. That's how it reads. But how it technically should look is, I want to win hashtag the Dyna 2016, one hashtag phrase, hashtag Weekend Past Experience, another hashtag phrase, giveaway by at the at sign, it's everything BB plus the at sign Gloss Magazine. Now you can find all of that, how you can do with the contest rules and everything on my website, bbsweetbriar.com, or you can go to glossmagazine.net, or if you happen to be in the Northern California area, you can pick up a Gloss Magazine issue February 19th, and it will be in there. Now, the one thing that you do need to remember is that this does end February 29th. At such time, two winners will be chosen and announced on Twitter on March 1st, okay? Now, for a listing of all the weekend parties that everything's for, I've already told you, but you can go on the Dyna.com to get a full rundown of not only the weekend events, but all the DJs that will be there, all the celebrity personalities that will be there, which are many, 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 um, but I'm not going to, I don't have enough time to tell you all that. So you need to go to the Dyna.com, visit the website, visit the website, the Dyna.com. Now, uh, I do want to let you know that, again, you can enter as many times as you want to by tweeting that phrase. And um, uh, But you have to be able to go, if you're a chosen winner, you have to be able to go to the event during the times of March 30th to April 3rd because those tickets are not transferable. 
got it. Um, so if you don't think you're going to be able to go, my suggestion is don't enter um, <laughs> because you won't be able to give them to somebody else if you happen to be the winner, okay? But if you know somebody out there who may not even live in your area but might, you know, want to take advantage, call your friends up because even if you don't win and your friend wins, maybe you'll be the guest that they'll bring with them. So, you know... If you have a guest that you want to bring, make sure that they enter so you can, you know, have double the opportunity uh, uh, to win these, okay? Totally worth it. Again, the value of those weekend passes are $500 each that we're giving away. So, enter, 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 enter. Um, I want to again thank uh, DJ Asha and DJ M.O. for being on the show today. And, um, you know, I also want to thank the Dinah because um, it's been a joy being a part of this whole process of, getting the word out to the public and just participating in, in interviewing their guests and their talent and all of that on the show. And uh, we'll be sending, it's everything, we'll be sending some correspondence to the weekend event. So hopefully you'll get a chance to meet some of the people behind It's Everything um, while you're there, okay? But I'm going to bid you all a goodbye today, and we'll be back next week on February uh, 28th. And um, then the following week, you know, I definitely will tell you who the winners are um, because they'll be notified of the contest. But um, anyway, you guys have a good weekend or the rest of the weekend. And I will see you next week here on It's Everything with BB Sweetbriar. Bye-bye. <laughs>